You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about Instagram growth hacking 101 with Ariel Carr. So just a little bit about Ariel. She went from two failed businesses and a typical nine to five and really wanting more for herself and to really be able to live like a millionaire. I mean, who doesn't, right? So she transformed her life by learning how to scale social media and grow a loyal following and really becoming her own testimonial for her business. And she actually grew her social media by 150,000 followers in 10 months. So I was super excited to jump on with Ariel and talk about all things Instagram and how to really grow a following and how to do it in the fastest time possible. So I hope you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed talking to Ariel. Here it is. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here on the show today, Ariel. I'm super pumped to dive into Reels, how to go viral, all things Instagram, and how to really build a solid business online. So why don't we first start by talking about a little bit about how you got into building your business and a little bit about that journey. Yeah. So it started back in 2020. I didn't really have the intentions of becoming an Instagram business coach, but it happened because I released an ebook and my ebook was on Instagram growth. I started a new page um, right before the pandemic happened because I was all into money mindset and like learning how to do multiple streams of income. So while I was working, I was like, okay, let me put out this ebook about how to grow your Instagram account. And I knew how to do that because for four years before I got that job, I was in the music business and I managed my artist accounts. So I was used to growing their accounts and like learning the algorithm, learning what content resonates. Um, But then I had to move on from that, but I still wanted to be an entrepreneur in some way. So that ebook came to fruition. I released it in 2020 and at around a thousand followers, I was able to make my first $100,000 in just three months time from that single digital product just through Instagram. And so that's kind of how I got started. After that, I was like, cool, I could quit my job. I could do this full time, you know? And that's how I got into it. And so what would you say? Like, obviously you've written a whole book on it. So there's going to be multiple things that you could teach us around this, but how so I know you have a lot of Instagram followers now. How many followers are you at approximately right now? Is it like a hundred? About, about 160,000. Okay, perfect. And what do you think the secret is for the people that actually can grow an account and those that don't? There's a couple of things. Probably the number one 
reason to grow is just consistency, like showing up every single day with valuable content. And so valuable content is something that people actually are interested in. So you're not just like posting, you know, your friends and family, you're not just posting your dog, like you're posting content that people care about and you're being very deliberate about it. Um, So whether you're entertaining people or you're educating people, which is what I was really focused on, like teaching people something, um, inspiring people, that's what everyone resonates with. That's how you find a target audience in a niche and you start curating content. I posted every single day for months when I was really focused on growing back then. Um, Not so much anymore. I get to like breathe a little bit, but if you show up consistently with valuable content, that's how you grow. And how do you know what content is going to hit with your audience? So here's the scenario I see a lot with uh, coaches and people I work with is they'll be consistent. They show up every day, but Mm -hmm. they're really missing the mark on what people want. So how do you go about finding that? Would you say? Well, you got to go back to square one. If your content isn't working, you have to figure out why that is. And then you have to start studying content that does work. And so I I think the reason, one of the reasons I was so successful is because I would look at my explore page or I would look through like competitors posts every day and look at what went like semi-viral, right? Like look at people's content that got more likes than their average posts. And so I would look at that and I would think, okay, how can I put my spin on this? How can I make it my own? How can I be unique with it? And that formula really worked. So I didn't always like reinvent the wheel. I just pretty much took content that already performed well and made it my own. And so what about hashtags? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this? So here's like what drives me crazy is you have people on one end of the spectrum Instagram influencers that are like, hashtags don't matter. They're, you know, they're bullshit. It's all SEO driven. And then you have other influencers with just the equal amount of followers that are like, here are the best sales hashtags to use. And you're like, oh my God, this is just, you know, sort of annoying. So what do you think? (laughs) What's your take on hashtags? Yeah. Have changed. Like there's a huge, there's been an overhaul basically. And Instagram even said, it doesn't matter as much anymore. Like basically, <laughs> yeah. um, it still helps. It still helps, you know, with discoverability. So I think you should still use it. They yeah. just changed the rules a bit. It doesn't have as much of an impact. So they recommend three to five hashtags per post. They recommend you put it in your caption as opposed to your comments. And m- what I've seen be most successful with hashtags is if they're very specific and they're to your niche, like they're niche down. So you don't want to use like, say you're a beauty influencer. You don't want to use hashtag beauty because there is literally millions of posts associated with that. And therefore you have more competition Mm -hmm. to be discovered. So you want to have something even more specific, like beauty in Dallas or something like location or beauty in e-commerce or something, right? Like you get a little more specific with your hashtag so people can find you. And then when it comes to the types of posts, what variations of categories, um, like how many do you think there are? So when we're looking at, for example, the Explore page, we're looking at competitors, like what are the sort of themes that you would recognize when you're looking at those types of accounts? Yeah. So I always put my content into three buckets. 
I'm either like this post is either going to be for entertainment purposes where people could get to know me and my brand and like, you know, they can relate to me. Maybe I'm being funny or maybe I'm just showing my personality. And then the other category is um, educational. So am I teaching somebody something? Are they taking away something? And I, I do that very often because I like, you know, my page to be about people learning from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last category is inspiration. People really like to know your journey. They like to know about your wins. They like to know where you're at in your business. Cause that's, that's really part of a personal brand. Like people want to see the real person behind the company. Um, so I try to share like any milestones I hit, any motivation and convince people that, you know, they can get into this field that I'm promoting. Okay, perfect. So let's talk a little bit about uh, reels. What do you think the secret sauce is to going viral with a, with a reel? And is going viral important? Yeah. So reels is like the number one growth technique right now. And everyone should be doing it if you want to grow on Instagram. That is just the way of the world at the moment. Um, to go viral with it, there is, again, like a blueprint to follow. So not only do you need to have good lighting in general or, you know, um, some some nice camera cuts, some transitions just to make it attention grabbing, but you want to have a purpose behind the content again. So normally I like to include a header. Anytime I post a reel, I want to have like the little cover screen, have a header so people know, oh, I know what this reel is going to be about. Let me actually watch it. Or they know what it's going to be about within the first second. So they watch the whole thing. So you want to grab their attention with that title, with that headliner. Um, And then you want to have something that's trending. So whether you're using trending audio or you're doing like a trending dance or camera cut or something, right? Um, That keeps people's eyes locked and that like stops the scroll so people can pay attention. Um, And then you want to have something that is unique and original if you can. So even though, you know, you could hop on a trend and have training audio, you want to make it, sh- you want to make sure it's not like the exact thing somebody else did. You want to make it your own and have fun with it. Mm, okay. And what's the significance or importance do you think of going viral? Um, Brand exposure. <laughs> it's, mm. It really does help. And that's, that's one of the ways I've made a lot of uh, conversions is through real. So not only did I have like something catchy to reel people in and like get the headliner. But I had a call to action at the end of the reel telling people where they can go to get an XYZ resource, or I'm telling them to engage with me. So I get even more views and pull in more target audience. Um, So it is really important if you're trying to reach certain people, if you're trying to be, if you're trying to grow uh, for a specific reason, it's important. And so what do you think the difference is when, like I've heard, or I've heard of this happening before. And again, like a lot of discussion kind of back and forth between influencers about this, but going viral can happen and it's not your audience. So how do you stay? (laughs) This is the hard thing, right? Like if you're doing, let's say, I don't know, like a trending audio. Um, I actually have a, a friend that she did a reel and it went viral and it was something to do with Harry Potter. Yeah, she is. She's like a branding and visibility coach. So it was like interesting because it's like, awesome. You went viral. And Mm -hmm. are those people your audience? So it's like a sort of an interesting, uh, you know, scenario to think about just how do you stay in your lane that you're if you do go viral, it's like, 
your ideal customers are seeing you? Yeah, pretty much you have to just stick to your content pillars. So you have to stick to what your target audience wants to see. So the Harry Potter thing that definitely seems random. And although a lot of people probably saw it and it was really relatable, she couldn't capitalize off of it or she couldn't really monetize it. Um, So therefore you pretty much have to stick into your parameters. So you're always targeting the right people. So my content pillars always try to stick to like three to five topics you know, entrepreneurship kind of being my main thing, teaching people that, but then I can get into other areas. So I can get into, you know, mindset, I can get into investing advice if I want to, or, you know, things like that, where I always revolve around one main topic and I just have like three to five subtopics. So that's what I would recommend for everyone to do. Got it. So it's like, as long as you stay in your lane and your messages are relevant to what you actually do, then hopefully it, it works. Exactly. And you may not go as viral, to be honest. Like yeah. the super viral stuff is because it's super relatable and it's super general. So if you're more specific, you may not have as much reach, but you're getting to the people you want. So. For sure. So in terms of scaling a six-figure business, um, that's something we talk a lot about on the show. I have a workshop talking about how to scale to six to seven figures, especially when you are in network marketing, because that is, uh, yeah, that's a, it's an interesting one because you don't have your own product and you really need to have your own irresistible offer to make the numbers work and to make the, the offer work. So what do you think the, the secret is to being able to scale a business really quickly? You need a plan for sure. And I think you need to have a valid offer. So a lot of people are just like, I'm just going to put something out there and like, you know, see how it goes without doing the preliminary research to know if it's going to work beforehand. And so you have to first test things out. Maybe you need to have a beta group and figure out, you know, how people respond to your product. You have to do some polling maybe and ask people if there's even a demand for your offer before you just put it out there. And so I I think a lot of people skip that step. They just launch it and they hope for the best. But you need to have a plan. You need to make sure what you have is profitable and then have actual numbers in mind and actual content strategy in mind. Like this is what I'm going to post every day. This is how I'm going to engage every day. This is how I'm going to have my customer journey. Like this is how they're going to discover me and this is how they're going to buy from me and have everything uh, detailed. That's how you become successful. Hey coach, I finally have something that I've been dreaming of providing for you. I know that you definitely didn't start this business because you really felt like pestering your friends and family and getting ghosted by everyone. Chasing people down or having to follow up with them is definitely hard work and it can feel so awkward and uncomfortable for everyone involved. But your upline probably told you that this is what successful people do. And they didn't mention to you that unless you're this superstar salesperson right off the bat, you're going to struggle forever if you keep doing it that old school way. 99% of coaches quit because they suddenly declare themselves this expert online and then go back and ask everyone who knew them to just start buying from them when they just started working out last week. And this problem applies to all network marketers, not just coaches. 
But the 1% that actually succeed have made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. And it's just something that nobody really talks about. It's all about taking some simple steps to position yourself as an influencer first. So soon, instead of asking people to talk to you, you'll attract ideal customers who are already excited to learn from you and buy from you. They'll know exactly what you're about and how you can help them. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline to learn more and see exactly what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down and make them talk to you in order to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called F what your upline said and get an entirely different approach that will feel much more organic and authentic. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash F your upline. I'm so excited for you to start implementing these four simple changes in your business and see how it absolutely transforms how you feel about your business and the results that you're able to get. So I'm going to pull a couple of things that you said and uh, try to expand upon those. So the first thing, uh, well, not the first thing, this might've been the last thing. The last, the one thing I remember you said is how people are going to discover you, which comes in your customer value journey. So when you think about your strategy around discovery, what things would be involved in that? Like how would people find you just as an example of how you can be discovered? Yeah. So what I've been focused on focusing on as of recently is like a lead magnet. So having something completely free that my target audience is going to be interested in. And then eventually like I could upsell them through my email list or just from them following me to my paid offer. And so I get that through reels most of the time, or maybe through Instagram stories too, where I tell people, you know, I always try to direct traffic to that one source and then the the other marketing comes into play afterward. And so a reel may look like, okay, this is how my typical day looks like as an entrepreneur. I was able to quit my job by doing this. I want you to learn what I did. Here's a free ebook you know, go, go learn, go take away from it. And so it can be as simple as that. And then all of a sudden I have a new customer a week later. Perfect. So that your main source of being discovered is creating a reel and then directing people basically to a lead magnet. So sort of like it awareness and engagement to subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. And so I always use call to actions to get there, whether I'm telling people to, you know, click the link in my bio directly or I'm telling them to DM me. And I'm I'm more so nine times out of 10 telling people to DM me because it's a super personalized approach. And people like that access to you. Like people like knowing like, you know, before I invest, can I talk to you really quick? Can I learn about you? And then, so I'd like to have real conversations with people and that helps with the conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So do you run any ads when it comes to gaining more exposure or do you just rely on organic? I have relied on organic and I have done ads in the past. I'm not doing it currently, but I tried it before, but I've only broke even. So I was like, eh, I don't really know if there's a point to this, you know, until I can test some more and turn a profit really. But besides that, I've just been doing organic. Doing organic. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about your um, Instagram uh, stories approach. Again, I think there's a lot of different... um, yeah, like schools of thought behind this. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you drive a lot of engagement through stories? 
as of recent, it's been crazy with the twins. Like I've gotten so many more views and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, people really care about like me being a mom now, like me being a parent and how I'm going to be juggling that with work. Um, so yeah, my, my stories are kind of their lifestyle based. I'm just documenting my day or I'm giving out like little tidbits. I'm giving out lessons. I'm still trying to give some free game to my audience. Um, so that's pretty much my strategy when it comes to stories. So it's basically like just documentation style, just sharing what's going on behind the scenes. What would the difference be? Cause there's a lot of people out there that don't have that same like big life event that maybe everyone's interested in. Like, yeah, I tend tend to talk to a lot of coaches that they're like, my life is super boring and I don't really have anything to share. So I guess not that your life was boring before the twins, but obviously it's super different. What did you share before? Um, so I don't think anyone's life is boring. I think anyone can document something and people are like, you'd be surprised. Like people become famous just from documenting their day to day. And it's just so regular and it's so, it's so normal. And that could be completely fine too. Um, but before the twins, I was still just documenting what I'm doing. Like, okay, guys, I'm making a new ebook. Like, you know, here's the behind the scenes. Like, can you help me come up with the title? Like, you know, getting people involved with what I'm doing in the business, or I'm just like, Hey, I'm, I'm detoxing today. I'm out with my husband. We're going to the movies. This is my day, you know? Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't too strategic. I kind of just did what came naturally. I just documented my day. If I was trying to sell through stories, which I do when I'm doing, you know, a product launch, the strategy is a little different. So I always try to focus on as much value as I could give. And so sometimes I'll have a whole day where I'm just like, all right, we're going to learn this lesson. I'm going to do a deep dive on hashtag today. Tune into my stories. I'm going to talk about it. It'll be like a bunch of stories just about hashtags. And at the very end, I'm telling people, Sign up for my webinar so you can learn more about it and you need to learn these other components so you're successful on Instagram. So it's pretty much like a mini webinar, I guess. And then like the pitch is at the end. Mm, Okay. So you would sort of break it up into their small Instagram stories, but connected. It's almost like doing its own like workshop or masterclass in a way with a call to action at the end. Okay. Yeah. A little mini training. Little mini training. Okay. And what do you find is the best way? Like one thing that I find annoying about stories is like the cutoff, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, so how do you deal with that? Do you just like you record? Okay. That one's done. Next one, next one. Yeah. Okay. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, if you do the hands-free option, it, it'll, I think it still goes past uh-huh. like the whatever 30 seconds you might have or 15. I'm not even sure. Um, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I do just do that. Yeah. And so what are your favorite apps to use or tools that you use for editing, video editing, any of that stuff? Yeah. So I pretty much do everything in-house. Like all my reels, I record on Instagram and I edit on Instagram unless I need to do something like crazy outside of it. And then I, I have Final Cut and I know how to work Final Cut. So I do that sometimes just on the laptop. Um, the other app I use like daily is Canva use that all the time for my launches, for my eBooks, for my courses, like website, everything I use on Canva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Canva. What do you do on final cut? 
If I have to do something more elaborate, like camera cutting, um, maybe it's more like when I had my honeymoon, I was like, oh, like, let me do this on Final Cut because it's a bunch of different clips and it'd be too hard to just do it on Instagram or just it wouldn't be too hard. It'd just be tedious. And I'm like, let me just do it on the computer. (laughs) Got it. So it's like just more more sophisticated and more sophisticated. It's a little more sophisticated. Yeah. Hmm, Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Holy smokes. I feel like we covered a lot of ground. So what would you say is the, just to wrap things up, the most common question that you get asked, would you say as an Instagram uh, business coach? Um, Probably how do I start? Like, how do I start monetizing? Where do I begin? And I always tell people, I like to push people to digital products because of the low startup cost, if there's any cost at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that you're not trading like time for money, like you have a product that can make money for you at any point in the day online. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would tell people, okay, think about what you're passionate about, what you're knowledgeable of, what your skills are, and then how can you combine all three of those to be something that people want? And turn that into your first ebook or turn that into your first course or offer a coaching call. Um, And I would start there. Like you have to be introspective and know your strengths and how you can turn that into a product. Mm -hmm. Love it. Awesome. So Ariel, where's the best place for people to find you and connect with you? So that'd be Instagram. You can follow me at Ariel Carr. And I have a ton of resources for you guys. If you click the link in my bio, it goes to my website and I have eBooks available, courses that teach you how you can find a profitable niche online and start your monetization journey. I love it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Ariel. It was such a pleasure to chat with you and super appreciate you sharing all that knowledge with us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.